0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Praying Through Podcast. Carlos Whitaker hanging out with it, Janet Stevens. What's that name again? Carlos. Okay, or Los for short. Okay. Um, and we have been having I what I hope have mm-hmm. been helpful conversations. I have loved it. Uh, with, with people. I know they've just been helpful for me just sitting across from you okay. having these. And I think today um, is going to be really helpful. Not that the other ones haven't been, but I think yeah. that, that when people think about praying, Um, a lot of people pray very desperate prayers. Mm -hmm. Um, our prayers are, are caught in this chasm of desperation because we're in desperate need for help. We're in need of help. And so today that's where the conversation is going to go. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, what happens when we've run out of options Mm -hmm. and we're desperate for God to come in and do what we are praying only he can do. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know it's a place that a lot of people have found themselves. Um, and they're they're wondering, you know, like, am I bothering God? Am I not being specific mm-hmm. enough? Why isn't it? Why are my prayers being answered? Mm-hmm. Um, all of these aspects, talk about this, it. this one is going to be really personal. Yeah. I, I know for you, it's yeah. going to be personal for me. We're going to yeah. get a little bit more personal than maybe we have in the last mm-hmm. few episodes. Um, Jarrett, tell us this before we even kind of get into content in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe can you think of a time recently where you found yourself begging for God to show up?
1: Yeah, for his help. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple even within the last couple months. um, You know, the uh, about eight months ago, my dad suffered a pretty significant stroke, and this is, um, yeah, I mean, so the when the first call came from my brother, it was on a Saturday night, and it was, hey, I think this is it. I think you need to get here tonight, and I was supposed to preach the next morning and it was, you know, pack a bag, Jeannie, can you take over? And then it's the whole flight. It's just praying, oh God, oh God, oh God, please, oh God, oh God, oh God, please. And while he eventually pulled through that stroke, it's now we're in a different kind of praying for help. Like, you know, God, please help my mom as she's Mm -hmm. living with the reality that my dad needs a very different level of care now and that she is caring so much of that. I'm not there. They're in California. I'm here in Chicago. And so it's, you know, it's while there was an urgent, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, Mm. God, please. In the beginning now it's God, please, please hold my mom up, hold my mom together. You know, God, please help me know how to support her. You know, there's, there's that there's, um, like less urgent maybe, but one that where we just go, I, I don't know what to do. God, you've got to help here. Yeah. Um, We live in the city of Chicago and the public school system here is a mess and our kids were very grateful. Our kids have been a part of a great school, but you have to test in to high school Mm -hmm. here. There's no, there's no neighborhood. There's no automatic high school system. And so since Elijah was in sixth grade, it's just been, God, please show us what to do. God, please help him do well on these tests. And you know, they start recording these grades and tests going back to seventh grade, all for high school and all the applications and and we really don't know as you and I are sitting down here recording this is we're asking God for help. I have no idea wow. where our son's going to end up. We'll know in a couple months, wow. you know, by the time some people listen to this, he'll already be in high school. Yeah. But that's one for us. It's like, you know, there's these different kinds of urgencies to prayer. It's the, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, like that. And it's those more sustained drawn out. Like, God, I can't, I don't know what to yeah. do. I need your help. And yeah, we've got, we got plenty of
0: examples yeah. of those. How about you? What's yeah. one for you? You know, uh, I'm actually at the point of this recording currently in a season of, of of kind of desperate help God. Um, my, my, my oldest daughter has been in the hospital for 21 days and she, she went in there. Um, and I'll tell you, Jared, she went in there and night one we were in there, the ER doctors came in and told us they, they found a mass in her lungs. And so they said, this is lymphoma. And, um, we're going to send you to oncology and you're moving to the oncology floor. And we went from like going to the ER because she's hurting to mm-hmm. lymphoma in, in a second. And I'll tell you that my help desperate prayer that we prayed for the next 18 hours, there was the most carnal of help yeah. prayers that I've ever prayed. Yeah. Um, and, um, 18 hours later we were told, and again, this could be a result of prayer. This could be a result of, of misdiagnosis could be a result of whatever, but we were told that, it in fact is not lymphoma and it is an infection and we're going to go to infectious disease now. And it's gone back and forth from cancer to infectious disease one or two times. Um, but I'll tell you the last 21 days have been the, um, I love how you said that some of these examples of help are like, like attacking storming the gates of heaven in the moment for desperate, desperate, like now. And then now we're home. Uh, We got home yesterday after 21 days, lots of answered prayer. But now, you know, what I need people to know is, um, She's still sick. Yeah, right. And so, and so, like, right. my, my prayer may not be as desperate as right. it was initially, right. but it is this long, sustained, this sustained, yeah. Lord, help continue to heal her, help, yeah. help, help. Yeah. Um, and so I love how you said that, you yeah. know, th- those two things. Um, yeah. That That's really where, you know, where it goes with me.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, this is the the prayer of petition yeah. is our primal prayer. Yeah. Like this, This, like you just said, like the, these kinds of prayers where we ask for help is our most primal prayer that we yeah. pray to God and it comes uh, lots of times not just from the heart it comes from the guts you yeah. know it's like oh ah you just feel it you know yeah. and and that's why I'm I'm grateful to
0: be talking about this with you no this is good uh you know as I'm praying even um sometimes I do wonder it's like Am I doing this right? Am I petitioning correctly? Am I bothering God? Am I asking for too much? Am I right. not asking correctly? Am I asking yeah. for too little? Like, yeah. t- talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, that's totally understandable. I mean, I think that, that all those things come up. This goes back to what we talked about. I think though, the first conversation we yeah. had about this about am I praying wrong? Am I doing it right? Yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's a very human thing to think about with this. You know, it reminds me of. Um, do you remember? The, did you ever play the game Mother May I in in I elementary think like school? Maybe so I like did. the basic gist. Is, is a classic like rainy day recess game yeah. that you could play inside, you know, and so one person turns their back to everyone else. And then oh, it's um, coming back slowly. And and then you know. people are lined up, and they ask a question: "Mother, may I take three scissor steps?" You oh. know, and and then the person who's the mother in this case, yeah. no Freudal issues there, <laughs> but the person who plays mother just says yes or no. Right? It's like right. yes, you may, not knowing if how far the person's going uh, or how close oh, they are. Okay. Another person says, "Mother, may I take two baby steps?" Yes, you may, or no, you may not. And I think when it comes to, it's, uh, the game is just messed up on so many, sure. so many levels. Cause it's like, it basically teaches you that all power is fickle <laughs> and you know, it's like until you get it, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. so it's, yeah. but it's, that's when I grew up playing. And I think for lots of us, when it comes to asking God for help, we we do a father, may I, you know, sure. it's like okay, God, would you, you know, like kind of tentative. I don't know if he will. And, we, and maybe our feeling is like his back is turned to us unless sure. we get his attention or we pray the right way. And God, can I? would you just do this? And if, and if you do this, I won't bother you again. Yeah. Just do this one thing and I won't bother you again, you know? And I think we just completely miss the heart of God as a perfect parent, as a loving mm. parent and a God who literally says, ask me for help. Yeah. I am here to help you. And I mean, the yeah. Bible is filled with these invitations to ask God for help, these reminders that God has helped. You think back to Psalm 46, one, God is our refuge and mm. our strength an ever present help in times of trouble. You think to Matthew seven, where Jesus says, I mean, very boldly ask and it will be given to you. Yeah. Seek and you will find knock and the door, door shall will be, be open. open. Shall, yeah. be opened. shall be. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Wrong okay. translation. Especially. You know? And then he says for everyone who asks, receives the one who seeks, finds the one who knocks, that door will be opened. And so there's all of these invitations where God's like, yeah, this is part of our relationship. I I am a God without limits. You are a human made in my likeness with limits. You cannot do it all. You need my help and I'm here to help you. And that's what you see. I mean, you know, just all throughout the Bible, you see God helping. I mean that like stepping in and doing what only God can do when there's no other options. You think of Abraham and Sarah old, 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 you know, well on in their life, praying, God, please provide a child. God, please provide a child. And he does. You think of the Exodus story where there, people of God are wandering through the wilderness and without even asking, you know, in the midst of tons of quarreling and grumbling, yeah. God helps and provides for them by giving them manna and, and quail and water yeah. provides for them, you know, fire by night, cloud by day, like just helping, helping, helping I think of the prophet Elijah, you know, at his lowest point. I mean, just spiritually defeated and depleted after having a huge high moment with God. Mm. God sends ravens to take care <laughs> of him. Like This is like very Disney-esque sort of moment Seriously. of the ravens flying in and taking care of Elijah. But he helps, he helps, he helps. Daniel in a lion's den, you know, is facing imminent death and then yeah. walks out with some some new feline friends and not a scratch on him. Hannah, I write a lot about Hannah's story in the book, and you know how she just begs God to give her a son and and how God works in her asking for help and her staying and knocking and yeah. and, and and you know, asking and knocking and asking and knocking and how he provides her with the son. I mean, I could go on and on with King David being protected by God from. King Saul is before David was king. Yeah. Samson crying out to God one last time. God, would you just give me that one last bit of strength to bring justice to your name? Jonah. Right. I mean, we could just walk through the Bible is just riddled with stories of helpless people calling on a God who loves Mm. to help. Yeah. A God who rescues a God who provides a God who is there and a God who has a very clear history of helping. Like God has a consistent track record right. of helping. And so really it's ours for the asking. I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. Like wondering if God is there to help is like, that's kind of settled just by the track record. Sure, But the real question is, will I actually ask God for what I mm-hmm. need or what I want?
0: We'll talk about that probably in a little bit, Yeah, but I have to decide, am I willing to ask? Well, you know, I, I hearing you say this and, and listening to all these, uh, you know, Elijah, Daniel, Abraham, Sarah, I think sometimes for me, I'll just be honest with you. Like I, I see some of these stories and I think, well, that's like the old Testament, right? Like, right. like these are like, these are like, like, you know, I, I don't know if I can relate to like Samson and, you know, all these things. And you're telling me, you know, that, that God of the old Testament, uh, is still like new Testament Jesus. Yeah. Like, like the, this, I can still ask him as, as I am now in 2000, what year is it? 2019. I don't know right. when you're listening to this, yeah, but right. I can ask him these things. And you're saying that God is still answering and well, yeah, that still helping changed. these days.
1: Yeah, it hasn't changed. I mean, cause if you were to even think about it, the, the course of history over just the experiences and the story within the Bible yeah. spans thousands of years, right? right? So
0: it's, there's no lack of
1: consistency in That's God's good. character, especially when it comes to being a God who helps. And I mean, this is a, talk about this a little bit more in the book about how the greatest gift outside of God giving us his son and this gift of relationship that we've been invited to is he gives us the Holy Spirit who is our comforter and our help who lives in us, Mm -hmm. right? It's a massive shift that happens in Acts chapter two. And so that is to me, like there's no lack of evidence of God's goodness and how he is a God who helps. Again, it comes down to, am I willing to actually get specific and ask for what I need or what it is that I want? So
0: why, why is it that we, we aren't willing? Why why is it that we do stop short of asking God to do more? If it's, if it's so clear that, that God is clear and consistent saying, ask me for help, ask me for help. What is it that keeps us as humans again, right now for, from asking him for help? Yeah, I
1: think the. Um, once again, we've said this in almost every episode. Yeah. You're going to hear a siren. Yeah, well, speaking of help, <laughs> someone needs help right someone now. Someone needs help right Lord now. Lord, help that person, whoever that yes, siren is going yes. to get. Yeah, I think the, the uh, all of this comes down to um, what what my view is of God. Do mm-hmm. I really believe that God is here to help me with what I need best and most? Do yeah. I really believe that God always only has my best right. in mind? And that is a real determining factor of whether or not I ask him for help or why I make it hard or why I feel like I have to do it all on my own or why I get mad when God doesn't answer my prayer the way that I ask him to. It really comes down to how is it that I actually view God. Uh, You know, I remember when I was a kid um, did you ever have, do you ever have a pen pal? Like this is such an old like I did relic. Okay, yeah. you did oh, have I a pen pal. I actually had a pen pal. Okay, so for like those who were born after the invention of dial up modems, a pen is <laughs> yeah, a pen is right. Uh, so the way it worked is you know usually someone in another state or another country somehow I don't even know how that matched. We, we did it through school. Like, yeah, like, right. Our
0: school like had a had a, a pen a pal par- a yeah.
1: partner where you write some. I mean literally the uh-huh. the the experience of a friendship over a pen pal is totally dependent on the quality and quantity of handwritten letters that you wrote and mailed in the mail Uh Uh to this person. Right. So I remember when I was in third grade, our teacher, Mrs. Lopez had like a new fresh take on the pen pal idea. Okay. And so she, uh, had us all write letters talking about ourselves. So without a specific person describing who we are, what we're into, all that kind of stuff. And then she like gave our, Pen pal hopes and wishes wings because she rented a helium tank and a bag of balloons. And she blew up all these balloons and then had us tie our letters to a balloon. Yes, absolutely. And then when she took us all out to the field at our school, and we released our balloons, this, you know, this
0: would totally not be able to happen in 2000. Oh, is, there's a the, reason we don't do balloon <laughs> releases anymore is you're about to find out
1: in this story. And so we all released our balloons and I, you know, I had all these high hopes and expectations oh, yeah. that, you know, who's going to find, I was like, Oh man, maybe a stunt man is going to yeah, find my, and I want to be, fr- I'll be friends man. with a stunt man or a spy or something like a that. I just spy. had all these high, like, you We're know, like, 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 like who's going to be my being. new friend, yeah, right. And so it wasn't until I was walking home from school that day <laughs> that like all of my hopes and dreams were very quickly and literally <laughs> deflated because I noticed in all the trees yeah. like on our on our my walk home and in a bunch of kind of like the prickly bushes were all these popped balloons oh and like letters, letters just kind of like dangling <laughs> from like electricity wires and so I was like oh man oh my god and I think for many of us that's like how we approach asking God for help. It's like, okay, I'm going to send this thing up to God out there and hope that he gets it. And I have no idea if he's actually going to do anything about it. And, and we lack sort of um, maybe a healthy understanding of who God is and what he loves to do, that he actually is here, that he actually hears and that he actually says, I am willing to do something about it. And so I think for me, that is one of the main reasons is that I just, I don't have a healthy or full, like fuller view of who God is. And so then what I do then in that moment is I just take things into my own hands. Like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. I'll fix it. Or I'll stress about it. Or I'll worry about it because I don't really actually believe that God
0: can Mm -hmm. or that God cares. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, you know, I think even drilling a little deeper into this, you talk Mm -hmm. about how important it is to know what you're asking for. Okay. Yeah. So like, what, what is this n- particular need, but also who you're asking for? Yeah. You know, so, sometimes, um, I think we've been talking a lot in the last few episodes about praying for our needs, mm-hmm. praying for things. But so you're, you're telling us that, it, that, you know, now we're kind of taken, taking this new version of prayer. And you're telling me I can pray for somebody else who, who God can move on behalf yeah, of them as right. well. Talk to us about the the who and the yeah. what.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the what for a second. You know, you can kind of understand when you're praying for help, you, you, it helps to know what you're praying for. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is am I praying for a want or for a need? Uh-huh. Right. Am I praying for a want or for a need? And to really just know the difference between those two things. Is this a want? Like, God, I really want this. Uh-huh. Or is this a God? I really need this. Uh-huh. You know, like a, like clothes, we would say, clothes, that's a need. Yes. Right. Like having some clothes be, in, our, yeah. in our society today. Yes. we well, don't get right? naked naked with need. leaves. Yep. Nope. No, not, not everywhere. So clothes is a need. Having a $730 pair of Travis Scott Nike shoes, yeah. that might fall into the category of, of want, want. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, sleep. You need sleep. You, yes. We both know that, you know, the older we get, the more we appreciate it. Like Absolutely. you need sleep. Sleeping in. That's a want, right? It's like, I want to sleep. in. You don't need to sleep in. It's a want, right? Shelter. That's a need. Like we need shelter, right? That's a, that is a fundamental need. It's a huge problem in our city of homelessness Uh and providing shelter for those who are vulnerable, but a 300 foot yacht that Uh. you get to sail around the Amalfi coast with Jay-Z and Beyonce. Right. Maybe that's a want, not so much a need, right? Food. You get the idea, right? Food is a need, but since we're here in the city of Chicago, Portillo's chocolate cake, I can make actually a case that that's a need. That, that, I can, yeah, If you've ever had, okay. yeah, I'm going to get you some Pratilla's chocolate cake. I mean, that may actually move to the category of, of need, need if you've ever had it. So <laughs> I think what's important here to understand is that there is a difference between the two. It doesn't mean that God doesn't care about both, but it it helps me sort of understand where I'm coming from and what I'm asking for. Is this a want or is this a need? Yeah. And it's okay to actually pray for both. What we have assurance on, according to what we believe from the Bible and what we've seen evidence of in other people's lives and in my own life, is that God will take care of my needs. Right? He will. I can ask Him for it and believe when I'm asking that this is something I need. He's going to take care of my needs. Uh In one way or another, God will always Take care of my needs. He may not always give me what I want. Yeah. In fact, he may give me what I don't want, but it's exactly what What I need. need. Right. And so to understand what you're praying for, is it a want or is it a need? We don't always need what we want. Okay. There's enough right there. We don't always need what we want. Yeah. And we don't always want what we need. Yeah. But if we can understand the difference between the two, that will help massively. So that's the what thing. When I come to God in prayer to ask him for help, is this a want or is this a need? Mm -hmm. And it's okay to pray for both, but I have this greater assurance knowing that God will provide for and take care of my needs, right? That's good. So then you asked about the who. The who. Yeah, the who question. Yeah, We talk about this in the book too, that this is where, yeah, it gets beyond just me. There's kind of... Two groups of people you can pray for. There's you uh-huh. and others. Uh-huh. I mean, that's you know. Let's. I guess you can pray for the world, but we'll, sure. that falls under the subset of others, yeah. right? Just praying for you, praying for others, or or pets. Uh, others, you- <laughs> still others, still others. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's chapter twenty-two. Yeah, we'll we talk that. a lot. Our whole <laughs> chapter on praying for your pets and praying <laughs> awesome. for yeah. Um, so the, very like specific Bible sort of words, when you're asking for help from God for yourself, that is a petitionary prayer. Okay. So that's what you're asking for. But prayers, that's what, and prayers and petitions. Prayers of yes. petition, right. When you're asking God for help for others, that's an intercessory prayer. Okay, That's you stepping in to say, God, will you help this other person? And mm. just like the wants and needs, both are important Absolutely. and God actually invites you to do both. And, um, it's good to do both. Like it's yeah. good. Like so, for some people, one's easier than the other, right? I have a friend who is not a huge person of faith. In fact, would say yeah. like, he's not really interested in the guy thing. He's curious about why I'm so into it, Yeah. but he's not into it. And every time that I'm with him, I ask him, how can I pray for you? Yeah. How can I pray for you? And I've always found this to be true that even people who don't, Believe in God or uh-huh. care about God. Don't mind being prayed for. It's right. like, what's it going to hurt? Yeah, right. Seriously. But this guy is so funny. He's like, no, 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 no don't, don't. I, I, I would hate to ask God. You know, don't, don't waste time asking God for what I want. There's way more important things in the world. Yeah. So his challenge for him is actually believing that he can be prayed for yeah. in this case, yeah. or to pray for what he needs. And then for other people, it is all only about them, right. and they miss that there is more to this world than just them. And so they struggle or have a hard time praying for others. Again, both kind of stretch different muscles of faith in Uh you. uh Both have a lot to teach you about the character and the nature of God. Both are important. But again, when you're coming to prayer, first the what, is this a want or is this a need? And then the who, am I praying for me or am I praying for someone else? And to get as incredibly specific as you can with both helps you get clear on what it is that you're actually praying for and who it is that you're actually praying
0: for. Speaking of praying for other people yeah. and doing the intercessory part. Did I say that right? Intercessory. 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 Sure. intercessory. Yeah, intercessory. Right, right. I've always heard of oh, the intercessory just... prayer team. Right, at church, right, right. So fancy. Sure, sure. Um, you know, uh, something that I've, I've, we've talked about Sohaila and my daughter in the hospital yeah. and that I've kind of just yeah, walked you, through yeah, you is, guys had is people army praying of for us, praying like for people like you. praying yeah. for us. And, right. and I don't take that lightly. Um, but when, as people were praying for us, Jarrett, I, I started to get convicted Of Mm -hmm. how many times people have asked me to pray for them, and I've been like, absolutely, I'll pray for you, (laughs) and then I never ever pray for them. Do you know that you are the actual only only person that's that's ever done that? Yeah, so that's kind (laughs) of weird. So and so, you know, I just think to myself, I had thousands of people praying for my daughter. What what you know, talk to us a little bit about um, maybe maybe some practical things that we can do so that we're not just kind of lip service. You know, prayer people, we're actually really right. interceding on behalf of other people.
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I think you hit it on the head. Like, this is one of those things um, about, you know, people of faith, my people, you know, people yeah. of faith that I love... And that drives me nuts, yeah. right? I love that intention that there is oh, yeah. people who say, I, let me pray for you. I want to pray for you. Yeah. Hey, you know, tell me how to pray for you. That's beautiful. Like yeah. that is yeah. a selfless act. Let me get in. Let me step into your story and to intercede, right? To go before God on your behalf. Beautiful. Yeah. And one of the things that drives me nuts about my people, people of faith, uh-huh. is when they don't do it. Yeah, It's just kind of like... Yeah. It's just, and, and some people are better at covering it than others. Uh-huh. some people you can just kind of tell when they're saying, Oh, I'm going to pray for you for that. Sure. Usually hey, cause hey. if it ends in the word brother Bro- or sister, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah, if they are yeah, really going to do like, like, it. I'll, I'll pray for you, brother. Yeah. It's like, yeah. will you though? are you really going to do it? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather you just be honest with me. It's okay. <laughs> and so for me, because what, look, you know, spot it, got it. Like when I see it in others, it usually means that I've got it myself. Yeah. So like for me, where that comes from is good intentions, but bad follow through. Right. A, sure. A, a lack of actual willingness to do it. So yeah, a, a couple thoughts on how to not be that person that says, yo, I want to pray for you. And then doesn't do it. Right. So th- this is what I've, I've learned again, expand on in the book. A- a- this is like, it's a two-step process. Ask people how you can specifically okay. pray that. for them. Like even when you and I were texting back and forth over these last uh-huh. couple of weeks with Sohaila in the hospital, I'm like, tell me what, how can I pray yep. for you specifically today? Tell me how I can pray for her specifically today. So get real specific. You yep. know, it's like, oh, rather than just say, oh, I want to pray for you. Well, you may not know how to pray for me, sure. or I, I may really need you to pray for this part of me, and I may uh-huh. maybe wouldn't share that publicly, but because we're friends, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. So ask specifically. That's tell true. me how specifically today. I can pray for you, and then the second step. You ready? This is the follow up to that. Okay. Actually, do it.
0: Like, <laughs> actually, actually pray. What yeah. a concept! What a concept! So
1: get specific, and then actually do it. Because yeah. I think that there's just a it lacks for me when I say I'm going to and sure. then I don't. It just reveals a. An inconsistency in my integrity, Mm -hmm. and um, and I I want to be a person of my word. And when I say I'm going to pray for someone, I want to actually do it. So because I've done that enough in my life, yeah, yeah, I'm totally going to pray for you. And look, I'm a pastor at a church, and so you know, a lot of people tell me a lot of things about their life, and so you know, will you pray for me? And it's really it's so much easier for me to say I'll totally pray for you. And so one of the things that I've down, there's actually two shifts that I've made in my life because I don't want to be that kind of person that says I will, but then doesn't is I will do one of two things. Usually when someone says, can I pray for you? If it's appropriate and then there's, you know, yeah. time I say, can we pray right now? There you go. Because I'm going to forget. Absolutely. I, and my life is full, but I'm also a forgetful person. Uh-huh. And I also, you know, it's was like, I just never yeah. thought to do that. So I'll say, can we just pray right now? Yeah. And I'll pray with that person right there. You know, uh-huh. tell me specifically how I can pray for you. Cool. Can we pray right now? And so lots of times, and one of the things I just love about our church is we have a, you know, a lot of folks in our church moving in and out of our services and our lobbies, and you'll just see people kind of huddling up over in a corner, right. putting a hand on their shoulder, praying for someone, you know, it's like that's awesome. They're not gonna wait till later and then yeah. maybe forget. But can I pray for you right now? And then the other thing is to switch the tenses as a practice that I've done mm. is instead of saying, I'll pray for you. What I love to do is send people a text or let them know when I see them, I prayed for you. Yeah. That's good. Rather than like, Hey, I'll do, it, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I really sincerely may yeah. want to do it, but rather what I'll do is as God brings someone to my mind, that's my commitment with God. If someone brings God to my mind and if they pop up more than three times, I'll pray for them. Yeah. Just right. And I don't even, sometimes I don't even have to ask them. I don't even know. Yeah. But God, thank you for CJ. And I thank uh-huh. you for da, 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 and this, that, and the other. And God, just thank you. And then I can shoot him a quick text. Hey, yeah, I want to let you know, you. I just prayed for you. I prayed so for this. Good. I prayed for this. And I thanked God for you about this. I love that. And so for me, then it just moves it out of the, like, I want to, and then it moves into more a place of a, a willingness, Yeah. you know, like, let's do it right now. Or I just did. Yeah. And I want to let you know, that's what I prayed for. And that for me, I think helps with, with some of that. Um, frustration that yeah. I, I so easily have in others, but let's be honest. It's about myself when I say I'll do it and I actually don't. I,
0: I love that. One of the things that, that my wife does a lot that I see her do all the time is, um, and I'm, I'll see it because I'm in group texts with her and other friends is she literally will t- text prayers. Like she'll type yeah. out a prayer. Yeah. I said, I do that to me this morning, just, like the full just, prayer, just a, yeah, a full prayer, right. like not, not audible, not like a voice right. recording, but she t- texts right. out prayers. And there's something about that. She's done that for me a couple times. I'll, I'll, look at my phone and just go back and read these prayers. Yes. And it's so powerful yep. you know, to see when somebody actually does it. For yes. You. Like yes. it's tangible. Yeah. It's a gift. It is. It is. I love that. Um. So th- something else I want to maybe lean into a little yeah. bit, and this is a hard question, um, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Mm. Um, asking the tough um, questions. I, yeah, I'm, I'm asking the tough question. Cause because here's the deal. Uh, we're talking about praying for help. We're talking about praying for help for other people. We're talking about praying for help for ourselves. What do we make of it um, when we pray and ask God for help? Mm-hmm. And, we don't get it. Like we, we pray and ask God specifically. We're talking specifically for something. Um, and I'll, I'll just be honest and bear my soul here. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I've been praying very, you know, I was praying some bold, big prayers, like Mm -hmm. Lord remove the, Fluid from my daughter's lungs, yeah. all of it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. The next morning, they come in and do an X ray. There's two liters of fluid in there, yeah. and so I'm like, "What? What happened? Did it get blocked? Did I aim the wrong way? Did I not right. say hallelujah right? Did I?" Right. So, so what do we what do we make of this? Like, how do we handle when we pray for something and it doesn't happen? Yeah,
1: I mean, the, I think this is a very, very, very important question. I don't think you can have an honest conversation about prayer and not t- talk yeah. about this. I think this. Space is where someone's, it's one of those spaces where someone's faith either grows up or blows up. Yeah. You know, it either grows up into a deeper faith and a deeper level of dependence on God or it blows up because it's like, hey, I asked and you didn't. I asked and she still got Mm -hmm. sick. I asked and he still died. I asked and I didn't get the job. You know, it's like you can go on and on. And God, I get it. I mean like, like to try and like go, Oh, that's easy, Carlos. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And you know, that's the, the there's no Give like your acronym, please. Yeah, there's no easy acronym for, for when you desperately and honestly ask God for something and whether it's a want, whether it's a need, whether yeah. it's for you, whether it's for someone else and you don't see it yeah. happen, you don't see it come to pass like that can, it, that is just a very, very, very uh, real thing mm-hmm. that is more about the, mystery of God that I don't, there's no, I would be, I just, there's no easy answer for that. And so I would never pretend to go, Oh, we'll just do this. Right. I think this is just one of those places where we go. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that works. You know, I know that there's things that, that God has done in my life. Like, look, I, as a, as a pastor for all these low, these many years, low, these many years, I've sat with like, I, I know you have too. I've sat with folks and we prayed big, bold oh, prayers yeah. for for a healing and have seen it. Yeah, For a marriage to be restored. Yeah, And it was. For God to provide resources in someone's life or in our life. And he did. Yeah. Like, I have far more evidence of like, oh man, God, I have seen you move in big, big ways. Yeah. And, and in ways I didn't even know how to ask for. I didn't even know I could pray for that, God. Right. And yet you still provide it. So there's plenty of that but there is also plenty of times
0: where, where I've
1: sat bedside with folks in hospitals, prayed for a healing that didn't come, mm-hmm. prayed for a marriage to be restored and it, and it, and it wasn't, mm-hmm. it ended prayed for you know, whatever it is, you know, like a child, had, you know, had kind of lost, lost their way it, yeah. and they never came mm-hmm. back, you know? And this is, I think this is just one of those places where we have to lean into and rest in the the mystery of God that, I don't know how he does what he does Uh when he does his way in his time. I do know that in Luke 11, right after we just talked about, you know, right after Jesus teaches us how to pray, you know, his Uh disciples asked, we talked about that one of the other episodes, how his disciples asked him how to pray right after Jesus talks about how to pray. He tells a story in Luke five eleven. 11, sorry, five through eight. He tells a story about how we are to keep on praying, keep yeah. on praying. He tells a story of a neighbor at midnight who runs out of bread. The, the, the scenario is amazing, right? That <laughs> there's a neighbor who ran out of bread. Well, I guess was having some guests, having yeah, a party, yeah. and he ran out of bread. You know, this happened. I'm sure it's happened yeah. to you. A massive party foul. Yeah. And so he goes to his neighbor neighbor's house at midnight, ran yeah. out of bread, <laughs> and bangs on the door of his neighbor's house. This is Jesus' story. And you know, the, you know the neighbor's like, what do you want, what do you want, what do you want? And he goes, I ran out of bread. Like, this is somehow your problem now. My problem is now <laughs> your urgent problem. And so... You know, Jesus tells a story and then he says this, that the, eventually the neighbor at midnight, you know, relents and gives in. And Luke 11, 8 says this, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. And I just love that idea where Jesus was talking about asking God for our daily bread and then tells the story about running out of bread uh-huh. and banging on the door at midnight and how this neighbor says, you know, yet out of your shameless audacity, your sheer will to just keep showing up. I think that is what prayer is, especially in the face of us not seeing God do what we want him to do when we want to do it. Prayer is an unapologetic act of audacity. I'm going into the very throne room of God, the very presence of God and telling him, asking him, telling him what it is that I need or what it is that this person needs. And even if it doesn't come, even if I don't see it, I'm going to keep knocking. Yeah, I'm going to keep asking I'm going to keep on going. And I may not see it in my lifetime. I may not see it the way I wanted to see it, but I believe that he can and that he cares. Yeah. And so I'm not going to stop. And I think it's so easy in our age right now of cynicism, and, you know, skepticism and all that stuff. It's nothing new, but you know, there that it's so easy to get so jaded on on this kind of stuff and go, well, then God's does, you know, God's not here and God doesn't care. I just think there is something so audacious and something so beautiful and something so powerful. And instead of deferring to, um, not asking, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of deferring to not asking boldly, it's like, no, nevertheless, I'm going to keep on asking because I actually believe that he can and that he cares. And so I, I get it. There's no easy answer for this one. And I've got a list, buddy. Like sure. I got plenty in my life currently where yeah. I'm like, God, I don't, I don't think I've been unclear on this one, uh-huh. but you said you would provide for every one of my needs. You said I could come to you with anything that I need yeah. help in or that others need help in. So I'm going to keep on knocking. I'm going to keep on asking. Cause yeah. I believe that you will, I yeah. believe that you can and you care.
0: You know, it's, it, as you're telling that story of the, that Jesus told of the the man going to his neighbor's house yeah. for bread. I think, I think we all know those we, we all know a human being that has asked us over and over for things that probably drives us crazy. <laughs> um, but what I love about the story is, is actually that's what, that's what Jesus is asking us to do is we may think it may drive us as a human crazy, but that's not what it's, it's doing uh, to God at great. all. It's, he's yep. just, so he's asking us to be obedient. And so it seems yeah. like obedience is what we're really kind of going yeah. after here.
1: And I, I would say like, look, you know, prayer is the, is the sort of alchemy, of faith and persistence mm-hmm. you know it's like i'm i'm going to ask because I believe that God can. I believe that He cares. Yeah. And this persistence. Yeah. I'm going to keep on asking. I'm going to keep on asking. And you're exactly right. It may bug me. It may bug others who sure. look at my life and go, "Why are you still asking God for?" That? Yeah. It does not bug God. It, it does not bother, bother God. And it's not like you have to get to a magic number where after you ask for it a hundred times, sure. then He'll grant your wish. We're not counting. We just don't understand the mystery yeah. of God and His time and why
0: He does what He does. But it's to me that's so important love to it. keep on asking. I love that. So so let's get again. I love at the end of all these episodes. We We've been getting really practical. We've been getting really specific. So let's get specific here. When it comes to asking God for what we need, how do we make this a part of what we do every single day?
1: Yeah, I love what you said. You said it actually a little bit ago, the way that Heather will text out prayers, uh-huh. specific prayers. I yeah. remember that when you guys first texted, when you first got to the hospital, yeah. Sayla, that was my first thing. I just texted out my prayer, yep. everything yep. I was praying for. I just put in yep. there so that you would have a record of it, you know? Yeah. And and I know so many people have done that with and for you guys uh, and have done that with me. Like I said, a uh-huh. friend of mine at church just sent me a full prayer like That's this awesome. morning. I'm like, dude, this means so much to me. The reason why it's so important is because it's like, you know, it's, you have a, a, a public record, yeah. <laughs> you know, of prayer and. I'm not, ai don't write things down a lot Uh and maybe that might change my (laughs) life and and at least help my relationship with my wife if I (laughs) wrote things down more, but I'm not like a journaler kind of person, but I will say Jeannie is, my wife is, and out in our garage, we have a full Rubbermaid bin of every journal she's ever had since she was 15 years old. And she has been faithful to write it down. She writes yeah. it down. And years ago, when we were moving into this house, you know, we found that because it's just moved with us yeah. all these years. And she began to open it up. And we, first of all, began to laugh about the things oh, that seemed oh, so yeah. big, 15, You know, 15, yeah. 16, a lot of it was about boys and a lot oh. of it, you know, but big, passionate, bold prayers. But what a gift to, for her to be able to go back and look and see God's faithfulness yeah. to see how her faith has grown in her asking. And so, you know, you asked, how can we kind of do this in our everyday life? I think if you're really wanting to grow and willing to grow in this area, having a way to write it down, yeah. to jot it down, to record it yeah. to speech to text kind of thing into your phone, to keep a little file, just to keep a record. That's good. That this is what I'm contending for. This is what I'm asking for. And then to be able to go back and see. Oh God, you were so faithful. I didn't even see, I was asking for this and you were actually working on this or, Oh God, I'm still asking for that. God, I'm going to keep on knocking. I'm going to keep on asking. So that is a real gift, that ability to be able to write it down, to have a place where you can then go back and look yeah. and see God's faithfulness and how your faith has grown. Huge gift.
0: Absolutely. I, I love that. Now, And again, if you're listening to this um, that all of these conversations are, are coming out of, uh, Jarrett's book praying through. And so if you guys want to grab a copy of that, you can go to prayingthroughbook.com. Make sure that you guys go there, um, order a book, order, order 10 books, and yeah, send, send them to right. all your friends, you know, uh, especially this conversation right here on help. I, I think that the book, uh, will help you ask for help, um, from God in ways yeah. that you never have done before. So again, thanks for hanging out with us on another episode. Please, again, rate, review, leave, um, leave a review. Tell your friends if you think that it's a great podcast, rate it five stars. Hey. If you think it's a three star, rate it five stars anyway. Yeah, round just, up, Just just kind round of round up, up and uh, do that for us. We will see you on the next episode of the Praying Through Podcast.